This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley and Robbie Hyde. Here we go. Let's fire it up. Talk. Tell us about MLB The Show 23. What's the final verdict? Was it a mm-hmm. win? Was it a loss? Was it mid? What's the general feeling around the community for mm-hmm. MLB The Show 23? It's definitely a really polarizing year. I feel like it's the best yeah. way to describe it. Uh, a lot of people who, who are maybe more on the casual side, who like the baseball feel, um, they probably really enjoyed it. It had a lot of positive reviews from people who are on that side of things. They added a a new mode in there called storylines this year, which were like story driven recreations of some of the, the greatest Negro league players like um, Jackie Robinson, Buck O'Neill and so yeah. many, this whole list of stuff. And that was like, so like universally liked by people and uh, people that was like the that game got the game got a lot of praise mainly for stuff like that this year mm-hmm. um but on the contrary for people who were maybe more on my side of things who play daily all the time who go into the mode diamond dynasty and keep up with everything there it was very polarizing especially mm. in that mode because they had some drastic changes called sets where cards would get added to the yes. game and then eventually you wouldn't be able to use them in the ranked mode and then new cards would cycle in. So the goal mm-hmm. was to have them cycle cards in and out. So for a lot of people, some of them really liked it. Some of them really hated it. So it's, it was very polarizing this year because there were some changes like that, that some people really liked, but some people really, really hated too. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What was the goal? What was SDS trying to do by doing that? Changing cards in and out. Mm. Did they not want you to make these super cards? Did they not want cards to die? Like, mm. what? what's the whole point of taking, removing cards from mm. playability? Yeah, I think the, the, the point, and this is from having discussions with them on stuff, yeah. that they like lineup variety. So mm. they like it when people try different players in different cards and try to get unique with how they build their team like some people want to build a a yankee team or a team of like players from a country or just players that they like in the game and they wanted to create this seemingly to 
allow people to build the team how they want to and still be able to compete with each other. Mm. So since cards rotate in and out, it's not the normal cycle where cards gradually get better throughout the year. That's how it used to be. You start off right. with cards that aren't as great. You keep playing to keep getting your team better. But with this, the cards are already really good, and you keep playing when the new sets come out to get yeah. those new cards so you have more options. And it's not always getting better, but with right. the new season, you have to keep up with it. So I um, think they do it for the variety of things. I think that's the main reason they would do that. I, I'm going to I'm gonna ask a difficult question. Um, mm-hmm. Is it a money grab? It's like, 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 seriously, like, it feels like when you, uh, I, this is, this is just, again, I, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking before we started. I started playing MLB the show when Aaron Judge was the cover, and I went all the way yeah. through uh, the Otani one. So that was five years of playing MLB the show. And when you try to play Diamond Dynasty and your mm-hmm. cards suck, you have a bunch of garbage. Yeah. You kind of feel the need to put some money into the game yes. to be able to go into the marketplace and, and use your stubs and buy good cards. Mm-hmm. And MLB The Show, essentially, what maybe was happening the last few years was that you would get that initial rush. Everyone would buy the game, download the game. They would feel that need to improve their club. So they're opening a ton mm-hmm. of packs, they're ripping, ta- ripping packs, they're running out of stubs. They're adding more money in because they need more stubs. Um, yeah. And then that would stop. Because then you could just earn stuff. Yeah. Is it, is it, is, is, do you think there maybe was a money grab um, it, philosophy? It's interesting because the, the, a lot of the reason the game got hate at the beginning of the year was honestly not because of that sets feature where cards would cycle in and out. Yeah. But at the beginning of the year, there were a lot of the, a lot of the best players were hidden behind packs right. at the beginning of the year. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to get, a 99 overall Mike Trout on the first day of the game, you either had to buy him on the market or you had to get lucky in a pack, which was kind of a shift from the past because, like you said, a lot of the game is you play it, you unlock the cards. So they usually would really reward you for your time. Mm-hmm. But this year there was a shift at the beginning which had a lot, where a lot of these players were in the packs. Like there was a great Mike Trout card. They had some players who were in the World Baseball Classic, not in the MLB, like Roki Sasaki, who was very good, who was in the pack. So people felt like that was like a grab for money because you now put these players in the pack and not in a way I could directly earn it. Yeah. And that was why people at the beginning of the year really disliked it because of that. So funny enough, I think that aspect there definitely was uh, a, a money grab feel. Of mm-hmm. trying to get people to spend their stubs to buy the packs to get the card at the beginning. But as the years gone on, almost like you touched on, there was an, a, like a slight adjustment where the drive to spend the money would, would go less and less, and they shifted away from that. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to see if they carry forward with that in 24. Uh, gameplay was good. Was anybody complaining about the hitting mechanics or, uh, or, or any of the, the pitching mechanisms? A lot of people who play regularly said it was the best in a long time. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, there were some very, very good players who yeah. play the game very often who were some liked it, some really didn't because they feel felt similar. But most people from what I've seen said it was the best in a long time this year. So they, they made some changes that made the game feel more rewarding when you play it. So yeah. that was a pretty universal thing a lot of people talk about how the gameplay was its best this year in a long time. 